0: hello it's me the
1: phil it's the phil and it's me the the jesse the non-phil the (laughs) non-phil the non-phil perfect it's me the jesse and welcome uh we are wubba lubba dubcast we are wubba lubba wubba
0: Wubba lubba dubcast you got really musical last time i did are you
1: gonna do it again no i'm good oh that's sad
0: it, well it's it's like a once in a lifetime treat. It's a You're week. welcome. So it's, a, it's it's a once a week treat.
1: Uh, a week, yeah. Um
0: we're, we're now weekly. We're Yeah, we are weekly. We're, yeah, we we're are just weekly. banging them out. I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get uh, that weekly thing uh, onto a date as opposed to just uploading it whenever I remember. Yeah, well, I <laughs> That's mean... entirely my I fault. I
0: assume people aren't, like, waiting with bated breath for these. People are going to discover these, like, a year from now and be like, oh, man, they're so smart. These guys were geniuses. And by that time, we'll have, you know, faked our own death. And No, we're just going to move on to our YouTube project.
1: We can fake our own death. I think we should die at the end of the series and come back for the next season reboot no i think we should die i mean i got the knives and everything i think we should definitely
0: do it okay so this has been <laughs> well, the Love up, kind of i'm leaving and you're all witnesses i'm throwing the dog at you and running <laughs> and running out uh so what episode are we
1: on today phil we're on auto erotic assimilation yes we are i'm super stoked about this one
0: uh, i forget if i like this episode or not this is good this is good we're gonna have a lot of stuff to talk about uh my, i remember one of my students saying this is the only episode they're not allowed to watch." this is the only episode they're not allowed to watch because gratuitous violence is fine. Anytime sex is involved, that's a no. Well, that's, that's an American thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you go across to London, it's all sex and no violence. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They have a lot more fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to call this one Christmas with David Carradine.
0: Uh... Uh, I am going to call this one visions of my father. That actually fits. It does. You watched this before you
1: came here today. Maybe I know you did. I know maybe you did. maybe. Um, and as we did last time, as we're continuing this, this this sort of experiment, not experiment. I think it's just the way we're going now.
0: It's working too. It, I, I I listened to the last two, <laughs> but um, you know, I think it. I think uh, we got a we got a comment actually. We did read uh, Yeah, uh, my wife
1: said, "Good job." Oh, that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I listened to it uh, in my car. I did the exact thing I'm not supposed to do, which I said not to do in the podcast. I did. I listened to it in my car on the way to Tampa with uh, with Grace. And uh, yeah, it's good. I like I like like the format. So basically what we're doing, if this is like your first episode ever. Why? Of, of Why us, is it? I don't know.
0: Go watch um, other ones. Go, go,
1: go listen to anything else. But don't watch us because we're not there. <laughs> Um, basically what we're doing here is, uh, it's, it's still a, of uh, it's still a Chris, it's still, it's, a, still Chris. it's still a Rick and Morty close watch, but we're doing it as a commentary. Um, we were going to be watching
0: the episode as we talk about it. And have your Xbox controller ready, or your PlayStation, or your actual remote. Yeah, because we will ask to pause, and we will talk about things at length. We will. We will. That will be mostly for the next episode. Total recall. (laughs) Don't jump ahead. We got a lot to do in this one. This is going to be a good one. Blow through this one. Nah, this is going to be good. We're gonna have
1: a good time. All right, right, so here we go. So we're gonna start it. We are starting it
0: now. Now, and we're in space. We we're in space last time too, were not we? They so they're dancing. They are. We dancing. don't have subtitles. We're gonna get there. So how? how Where are subtitles
1: get subtitles? Well, you talk about what you're seeing on screen right now, and I, uh, I will. Morty,
0: Summer, and Rick are all singing and dancing, there. having a good time. Alarm beeps. There we go. There's our
1: subtitles. Oh yeah. Belches, <laughs> belches on the subtitles. Uh, so. What we're happening here, uh, Rick is, uh, you know, ever the selfish, um, superior asshole drunk that he is. And he wants free stuff. He's going to respond to a, uh, a thing because exactly right. He wants free stuff. I mean, dude, who doesn't well, want free, free stuff? Well, it's a
0: distress signal. Who to doesn't be clear? want free stuff? And instead of being the hero calling to action, it is, I just want free shit.
1: Well, it's a reverse of the Star Trek thing, right? Yes. When they go respond to the di- Or distress the Orville signals. now.
0: I haven't seen that. yet. I love the Orville. I haven't seen Treat that. Treat yourself. Is it good? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Orville podcast. Oh, dear, fuck, dude, dude, really?
1: Already? Oh, hey, you're alive. Thank <laughs> God. I love the uh, where he's tagging it. Yeah, he's going to make it look like somebody else. He's yeah, like, I know. Like someone else braces, did it. Cops. <laughs> That's
0: funny. Uh, but uh, I love these people. They look like humans, but with just little danglies over their heads and this, their skin. This is almost a Star Trek episode. It is.
1: In fact, there's a lot of Star Trek references in this episode that we'll get to. Yep. Yeah, this is this is is Uh, like these
0: guys (laughs) both screech. This is very. And then, of course, they transfer whatever this is through vomiting. Yeah. (laughs) And gets gets his his gun out. Unity. So basically, this
1: is uh, this is Rick's ex. Yeah. Yeah. We used to date and then 40. And, you think, and you think you want to sit there and be like they used to date all of them all yeah. f- all six of them no nope, no nope. she's got an entire world yeah she's an entire planet so, unity is a planet so what is she she's not a planet she's not like mogo from 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 uh green lantern she's not, she's not a planet <laughs> what, what is she she is a, a a hive mind right yeah she's a hive mind that infects the populace through her vomit. Uh, infects or, organic uh, organisms through vomit and and
0: takes them. Over. I never really thought about it, but she doesn't have an actual form, does she? Well, the representation of her form here looks a lot like Sarah Palin. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, but no, she doesn't. But have I an always took form. it as that's her, like that's her in all things. But I, 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 it clearly isn't.
1: You're supposed to, because it kind of puts it down. The, it kind of makes it easier to swallow that Rick eventually. Spoilers, um, if you're just watching it for the first time, will have sex with all of these characters. I
0: don't... Know. Do you remember the B-plot? I don't yeah, remember the plot Yeah, I do. So
1: this is one of two in the entire series, Jerry and Beth B-plots that I like. Yeah. This is it. Um, specifically, I just like Jerry trying to be urban. Yeah. I don't know what he's, he's doing. He's getting his weed whacker. So he picked something out of there and put it back. It looked like a little creature. It did. We're going to talk about that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's playing you, shorty. <laughs>
0: Stop shifting crosshairs right? <laughs> <final. laughs> no, He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. I love her. that we both tried to read that and it just moved too
1: fast. Well, but I remember him being like that. Well, neither of us are the, the actor who's doing Who's the actor who does this? Is it Nick Purcell? Uh Chris Parcell. Is it Chris Parcell? Yeah. I don't know. Your father put a hatch in my car. <laughs> you didn't know it was him. So, I mean, not to get too far ahead of ourselves. Typical but, Beth, though. Wait, well, it's, it's not typical in this episode. She hasn't ever really defended Rick to this length. As she does here. Like, this is really sick. She's almost insane in the fact that she's ignoring this a hole in her garage. Right. You know? Um, and this is where the plot is. And this was important because the first time I watched this, I was like, why is a hive mind going to be mowing the grass and doing all the stuff that a normal populace would do? Like, wouldn't she be doing something else? And the idea is that she's trying to keep up appearances, so she's a specific type of planet, so she gets inducted to the intergalactic whatever Hall of Fame and then she can take him over. Yeah. So this is all like a con for her. Yeah. Right? Definitely one of Rick X's. Definitely. Uh, yeah. A small oh, town. People change. Oh. And there's still homeless people, which is weird. Is that a tinfoil hat? Was was yeah. He's wearing hat? I don't know.
0: I just like that he can have an argument with any human being on that planet and it's still unity. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: You might just miss being with a collective. Oh. Yeah, he's totally going to do her. Huh. Yeah. And of course, the first thing he does is strip down the order, which not is like the cost. We need a hang glider. And Crouch like is <laughs> coming to end in with naked redheads. OK, so it's really important. OK, this is really, really important. It's entirely possible that Summer and uh, not not Summer, that Beth's mom was a redhead.
0: Oh, yeah, because Summer's
1: a redhead. So it, it, it it's a gene that yeah, kind skipped of skipped, generation. yeah, yeah, it skipped. So it's entirely possible that she was redhead, which will come into play later.
0: I like Madness summer's C plot now. in this, oh yeah, if you will, where summer is trying to uh, say that this is bad, but then it obviously takes a turn for the worse. Well, it's the stereotype. All story. the redheads are moving all on
1: It's it's the it's the liberal sort of uh, mindset. Yeah. Um. And what she's like, she's preaching about individuality. Like that's her, that's her kick,
0: right? Crotchless uncle. Th- I'm sorry. I'm just watching him. Right. Yeah. Go yeah, son. Yeah. Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the father touch. That's, yeah. that's something new we haven't seen of Rick yet. All right. I do want to pause it here. I'm going to pause it here because I want to talk about oh, something. Oh, we're right. pausing. We're pausing. pausing
0: it now. Now.
1: Screeching, gurgling. Let me do. We should do. It was suggested that we get the time. And I don't know how to do that. So we'll try to do that for the next episode. Oh, the episode. time currently is 8.30. No, the time in the episode, Phil. Oh. Mr. Phil. All right. So, Sorry. <laughs> um, Rick is individualist. Summer is individualist. And so is Maury. These are three separate beings. And their philosophy, specifically Rick, and really indoctrinated by Rick, is this sort of uber, um, indi- almost athe- completely atheist individuality. Correct.
0: Right. Right. What is Unity. Unity is, is the exact opposite in a way, right? Which would be what?
1: socialism Ooh, is it though space socialism i actually looked this up i looked this up because i wanted to make sure i was right i
0: wasn't sure where you're going with that i'm sorry so, i really should have like we should that's we should have talked about before the podcast no this is totally perfect because okay. you're way smarter than me so i like when i get to feel like that's i got a one-up on this <laughs> you really did i didn't see that uh, coming at all
1: so socialism is all of the economic and all of the cult not culture but all all, all, all of the economic prosperity goes in the one pot for the good the whole
0: yeah So this is sort of a space socialism. But is vomiting in people's mouths for the benefit? No, it's a metaphor,
1: Phil. It is, because we'll see later on, it is, but
0: you know some of add the people proctor,
1: add proctor prostate proct- i showed you one west wing clip and you've got to bring it up on live podcasting welcome to the west wing
0: podcast oh, i could do a whole other thing on that i would love to do that so
1: i just want to because i want to talk about this more later as, as these things develop but what what it's socialism versus individualism
0: okay i would take it a step further okay cool. it's collectivism Versus individualism? Individualism.
1: Now, is collectivism a form of socialism?
0: Yes. Okay. I'm just pulling hairs. No, that's fair.
1: Splitting hairs? You no, know, I, I like the collectivism because, it, you know what, it, it it was such a hot button. I don't want to get political too much, but it was such a hot button topic in recent um, elections. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Certain candidates identified with being very socialists, and I, you know, and I don't... It's not that here nor there as to whether or not that was good or bad, but I think it's something that, uh, well, it's entirely... What you think is whether or not it was good or bad, but it it it's something that um I think plays into what the show's trying to say. So I just wanted to get that though.
0: I love that, of course, it's summer that has an individualist streak to it because she's a teenager. This is the time. And, and I get to do something. A little. In fact, you know what? We're going to step on into a, a psychological corner. Go, go, go. Uh, Eric's Eight Stages of Man. OK. Uh, Erickson, smart guy. Uh, I mean, that's kind of like a understatement. Uh, wrote a, a his 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 main idea on development of humans where that you went into eight stages uh, throughout your entire life. The teenage years is a stage where you start developing and forming your identity. And if you do it wrong, you, you will essentially be delayed in your next stages. Oh, that explains, so, me. That explains everything about me. Of course. <laughs> Summer, being a teenager, is entering her identity stage where she's forming and shaping her identity. So, okay. of course, she's an individualist. She's just being aware of herself for the first time.
1: Hasn't she already formulated her identity, though?
0: She's so of course she has. OK, she's she's still in the process, though, of refining that. In, in ninth grade, I was a punk. By twelfth grade, I was well more of an individual. But through that, I became a goth kid. Through yeah, I was a drama kid. Yeah. Through this and that, because I was slowly shaping idea. I was a list of tenets rather than a person. Right. So as you get older, you start forming more of a specific in- uh, identity. And that that that's my point is that Summer is in the stage of, of forming her identity.
1: Well, so when kids like, like to play pretend as, as uh, you know, when they're younger, when they're way younger than her, when, when they're like eight or nine or even earlier, like, like five, they, they, like, they sometimes pretend they're like a dog or they pretend they're an animal. They do, you know, certain aspects like that. And that's really playing with the idea of identity. Um, but their personality that develops, I think, and maybe I don't know the eight stages, but I would assume that by the time you're summer's age, which is 16, you already kind of know who you are, but you're trying to figure out what you like. Would you say that was a correct
0: Yeah. Okay. Can I read them out to you? Because I just looked them up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Trust versus mistrust is the start. Okay. So when you're a baby, you you're reaching things I would assume to trust or mistrust. Okay. Right? Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you were given, you know, mistrust, you're gonna be mistrustful most of your life. Yeah. By childhood, you are struggling with autonomy versus shame. Okay. By Play age, which he lists as three to five, which is the one I'm talking about initiative versus guilt. And he lists a basic virtue of all of them. So the first one, trust and mistrust, you, you learn the virtue of hope and so forth and so on. Uh, I will quickly go along with these by uh, school age. You have industry versus inferiority, ego identity versus role confusion, which is I, I uh, adolescence, which is what Summer's going through. Intimacy versus isolation. So uh, it's not, so it's, the identity
1: is not who you are, but the identity is to what you wear. Correct. Okay, that, I can get Moving forward,
0: that. I apologize, that was no, no, a no, heck that, of a corner. No, that was really interesting stuff, Eric's okay. Erickson, they'd say a man, E-R-I-K-S-O-N. Sounds like a little jingle. When you want to figure out about your life, doubt, E-R-I-K-S-O-N. See, this is why you're in charge of Music
1: Corner, I can't even do that. All right, We're I'm hitting on, hitting on pause now, Hit on pause now, go. And... Close up on well, you know. Of course, Gary's going tits. down there. He
0: is the man of this house, <laughs> and he has to find out what sort of faceless monster is going to be there. He's not even the man in the bathroom when he's the only one. Are you going to hate this player? Okay, <laughs> <Then> there, <you're laughs> he's making stuff fun. up. <laughs> oh my god!
1: So how much of this is just is this Rick sort of like trying to be you know still the young spry guy he was back in the day? And that's yeah. how much is that is, is his ego being He needed to of,
0: hydrate, which is sort of gross. Yeah. Okay.
1: So this is gonna be a huge uh uh Star Wars, uh Star Wars uh, Star Wars. Star Trek. Trek. Uh the uh so this is Pat Oswald, all of them, and they somewhat look like Pat Oswald.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh, like, I
1: love that. Yeah. Um, but what Star Trek uh,
0: being are they? The Borg! Oh, the Borg. I love the Borg. And They even make a, a slight reference maybe to Seven of Nine. They call them the Beta Sevens, right? Yeah, Beta Sevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't
1: know. That could be. It just, it's just a funny thing, you know, the show doesn't really have. Their point is not the language that they use, but the intent behind it.
0: Our alliance is beneficial.
1: <laughs> um, so that's the Borg. So why can't two collectivist societies function together?
0: Uh well it would be discord right because you would ha- still have A and B where so, they both strive for just A so this is where this is really interesting so if you
1: take this whole concept right Rick's the X Rick's individualist rich selfish and self centered Unity is a collectivist nation who's struggling um but as a person as a, as a as a as a being it's just your ex coming back into your life yeah and Patton Oswalt's, uh the board characters represents something that's more aligned to what you're trying to be. Yeah. She's trying to be that. So when you're dealing with that, have you ever, I don't know, maybe you have, I definitely have had, you know, moments in my life where I had to choose between going back to old types of relationships and then going to the new one and trying something new. And this is what's sort of re- representational here is that for unity, this is the, the, uh, the board units are her ideas where she wants to be. But Rick represents where she came from. Yeah. So why can't? So again, taking that framework, why can't two collective societies get together?
0: Man, I just feel dumb tonight. I don't know.
1: No. Well, I'm not. I, it's just a
0: question. It's
1: it's it's. It, I, Do you have an answer? No, not at all. Oh, something you did. Ah, uh, geez. My uh, job is to pose the question. Your job is to come up with an
0: answer. Well, they, I, I think I did because they they're just not going to mesh anyway. So would it? Go to say that the in that by trying to move
1: forward beyond what you've done in the past that you're also not going to mesh with that individual. Of course, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know how many people. Well, you know, I mean, if, if you've had uh, you know experiences like that, obviously it, it it's a little it's pu- it's pushing the metaphor I think to uh, you know take this idea and put it to human relationships exclusively. <laughs> uh, uh so i'm fine, I'm fine. so uh we, we kind of missed a couple of things but basically what's happening is that rick is uh rick's got drugs yeah it's giving him the unity and uh Unity's doing drugs yeah and uh don't do drugs kids okay they're bad
0: well rick is also displaying like a destructive behavior to unity and therefore is actually like a virus on the collective yeah. at this point. oh yeah
1: well rick just wants to play and have a good time he doesn't care at what cost Right. I love this part because she just completely ruined an entire yeah. like city. Hey, we're, right, we're, hey, we're right. We're fine. We're hey. fine. And he's nervous laughing Cause... and then he's laughing he's into it because that was awesome. Now, I love this. This is really cool. My grandkids weren't in that town, right? Huh. <laughs> Are my grandkids alive? My drink is empty. So. You're absolutely right. What you said a couple episodes ago where Rick is the um, terror. Rick. He's the Rick. Because he's emotional. Because he cares about it. Like, the first
0: thing was about his grandkids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he cares about his grandkids.
1: So I think the first season is really what we're seeing him sort of bond with his grandkids. And now... The and the party season, was the culmination yep. of that. And now it's their experiences. Because Summer's here. Summer's yep. hanging out. Uh, and now she starts losing... Um, control. Control. And we get to see what these people are like without unity influence. Uh, when they're themselves, slowly. And, uh... You know, it's uh, it gets weird, Phil. It gets what weird. You see from
0: my flat that I'm a <laughs> of I remember the plant's top race. I don't know what to do with this. um It's oh, so this is so much on the last part, but it's so weird.
1: That's like class systems and that type of based you know, on
0: nipples. Uh,
1: yeah, based on nipples is just. I mean, it's just as arbitrary as skin color. It is, and and it, you know, not from a cultural race standpoint. For- not from the uh, historical one, but just from the idea that you're different because you're a different skin color, yep. it, it, <laughs> I, I love this. <laughs> so, the, the fighting, the punching
0: why are you fighting? Can't you see you're all the same? <laughs> oh, summer <so, laughs> first, first race. race. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it because Morty has experience now, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Morty has been through this shit before, yeah. We get to see this sort of evolution of his character. Yeah, I didn't right? start it there with the races. I merely empowered them. <laughs> okay, thanks for clarifying. Oh, man. I
1: have a super accurate headset now. What race are you guys? Either see? <laughs> She's like... Take my word for it. I laugh. like that. I like that that she didn't flash out. They have no race. God. What a... Just a weird left turn in sociological commentaries the show just took.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's so interesting, right? I mean, it's obviously commentary on our own racial hang-ups.
1: But, but it becomes... It starts political yeah and then it becomes more primal in 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 our race and how and how we see each other and it's almost as if making the point that these two things are separate
0: it sucks that we have these issues in our society i want to just be on the record for that i i hate that we we have issues with, with people because of just something so stupid it's just it feels like when you think about it logically it just feels dumb
1: at the same and time, you think about
0: it emotionally, it feels dumb. It does. It does. And I've always, I've please always, don't take the devil's advocate. I'm not taking This, an, this, is, this not, is the mulligan of, of
1: political. I'm talk. not. I'm not taking not taking the devil's advocate. What I am going to say is that it sucks that we have these issues, but I wouldn't ever uh, change. I, I wouldn't ever change anybody who's different from me.
0: Okay. Yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah. But like, like I would never wait, like um, I wouldn't want to live in a collective like unity.
1: No, and I wouldn't wish any, everybody just to solve the issue to be uh, all of us be white or purple or yeah, black right. or, no. know, I like that there's d- differences. Uh, my
0: point is that I hopefully as the years progress, we will obtain a higher level of intellectual like thought about it and just be smarter. Not in our lifetime. No, of course not. <laughs> We're watching Rick and Morty right now. What do you, what do you want from me? Uh, this is great. This argument, this back and forth.
1: Beth, vehemently, vehemently trying to defend. <laughs> forgot the word humans. <laughs> defend her father, and Jerry, who just is so, uh, he's so powerless in his home, home, home that the only he's thing the he real gets to have, though. but he's the only thing he gets to have is to just try to be right one time. Yeah and uh he'll do it at the cost of his marriage man yeah so you know what also is great it fits in what's happening in the a story but it doesn't have any bearing on the a story nor is it a smaller microcosm of the a story it's just about a relationship between two people who want to be right (laughs) he's wearing and this is and this is about orgies and, uh, and this is about
0: cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's about Rick's weird fetishes. Yeah. Just. Rick's weird. a weird dude. But I guess when you have, I guess we have a planetary mindset on that.
1: Is Rick, uh, pansexual? Oh my
0: God. Yeah. You think so? Oh, for sure. Why? Because he probably loves himself. You don't think he goes to Citadel Ricks and finds other attractive Ricks? and? Just... You think he literally fucks himself? Yep. Oh, no, I don't think so.
1: I think there's too much self-hatred to get it up. Maybe.
0: I think... Would-
1: so, I was reading a wiki on this episode, and they said specifically that this was evidence that Rick was pansexual. And I don't think so. Because he's not in love with them. He's not having sex he's with them. With unity. He's love unity. He's having sex with unity. Like, to, to identify him solely as pansexual here, based on the fact that unity takes on both male and female characteristics in the bodies that she inhabits
0: in, in is he also might not be pansexual. He, he very well could just be bi. And I don't want to split the hairs here. Well, pansexual because of the giraffe scene that happens. Oh, right. Okay. He does. He does get no pansexual doesn't mean bestiality. It doesn't mean everything. No, no, no. no I
1: thought no. it meant everything. No, no, no. What's it mean?
0: I don't want to I don't have the definition, but I I don't want to lump that together. Okay. there's there's a strong movement there that I think people deserve to be heard on a a different way of thinking about relationships. I don't want to demean it with with thoughts of bestiality. Okay. Um, Oh,
1: Cthulhu monster. Um, He's a little Cthulhu in this thing. Um, I don't think this is an argument that Rick's pansexual, regardless of the giraffe or anything like that. Who knows? But I, I, I think that. Because unity is is its own being, it that argument sort of becomes invalid. This is awesome. Oh yeah, he, finds. he gets the cut. Um, first of all, hello.
0: Name
1: is Second of all, all cards on the table. I eat. I'm a murderer that eats babies, and I came to this planet to eat babies. That's so awesome
0: it's sort of like... By the way, All Cards on the Table is a very common phrase used in all of Dan Harmon's works. Really? Yeah. Constantly used uh, in community.
1: Well, there's a community reference in here yeah. later on. Um, what I love about this is that they're both right. Yep. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they're right. That's the fact that they're both fucking... The worst people yep, ever.
0: The worst people.
1: Like, they have the worst attitudes. Their actions are entirely selfish and self-centered. Like, he even takes, like, Rick's side. Yeah. And Rick was going to kill him. <laughs> Being like, what the f- <laughs> So good luck with yours. I told you, their marriage is shitty, Phil. Yeah. I told you.
0: Well, I mean, it comes to a head. Like he drops, he drops, yeah, drops, it drops the translator. Drops the translator. You know what? I'm taking
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and summer when uh, Morty left.
0: How do you? What, how, you, what, did, what, what is this? What is, what is, what
1: is, God, he's this snarky exit.
0: Is this the? Sl-
1: <laughs> <laughs> did he have to be snarky?
0: And They flipped it kinda, him off.
1: It kind of took out, you know, all the poor giraffe.
0: Yeah, I just think Rick's weird.
1: I just think Rick likes unity. I think, you know what? This is what I think. That's I, this, a good so, question, though. So so, so well, we're not going to pause it, but th- this is what I think here. Specifically, is that Rick doesn't actually like unity. R- but through unity, Rick gets to feel like God.
0: Okay. I Going back to you, if, if Rick is pansexual, bisexual, whatever. Oh, now you want to have that debate. No, I don't want to have the debate. I want to point out that I think the more interesting argument is if he just loves unity, he's not anything. He's just liking unity, yeah, and wanting to be with unity. And it, we're thinking about it in one dimension when the actual thing is it's it's a collective, and that raises a whole bunch of new questions.
1: That was actually my point, like five minutes ago. Yeah, well,
0: you, you clearly muddled it up. <laughs> Fair. Um, I'm not doing it to he's gonna lay around a whole bunch of notes that's like a thousand deer can you imagine that's like the worst breakup ever yeah entire community is telling you to go fuck yourself and now he has to walk through the entire planet
1: and just get all these things and I think they're all the same note because they all say ps at at the end so they're all kind of the same um we missed the community reference but it was there what was the community reference uh he's he's, start, he's telling her to do things with a tv show and the second you see like one frame of the tv show and it's like the, it's them sitting around the community table no
0: way really? yeah, yeah yeah we have to go back and see that eventually
1: well we didn't Not do right a, re- a rewind thing with our with our audience so we're I'm never wondering. gonna
0: rewind that's never. fine we're always going I forward. Do, i want to see late after the podcast we're
1: always going forward now this is literally my favorite episode my favorite ending to any Rick and Morty yeah. episode. Um, and I want to talk about it. And I want to start now because we're going to have to pause and it's going to be a huge conversation.
0: I want to talk about music. Porn. We are. We are, are, we, are we are. So this is what I want to talk about.
1: So going just real quick, he goes in there, he takes out the creature that Jerry has yeah. and puts it on the table. This isn't a theory in the sense that it's some sort of theory about the show. But we you and I have had conversations and saying that we think that maybe evil Morty is is his first Morty.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I don't think so. You think I that's think Morty? This is his first Morty. I don't think so. I absolutely do. Because why would he kill it? Why would he kill it? It hasn't happened yet. We're watching it now. Chaos, chaos. Chaos, chaos, chaos. yeah, do it's it just
0: listen it, Do we do the music corner or do you want to do this first? I
1: wanna do this first. Okay. And we'll do the music corner after. Um Why does he kill it? He's obviously the issue is that he's feeling guilt. He's feeling guilt about his about his selfishness, uh, the remorse of putting putting unity through things and the fact that he can't get his way anymore. So he's got this frozen little creature and it's screaming and crying. That looks like a Morty. No, it doesn't. It absolutely does.
0: Remotely.
1: Why else would he kill it first then?
0: Because he just wants to feel something. And taking, creating and taking a life is something that he needed right there. He didn't
1: create the life. That life was in suspended animation.
0: I don't think it's Morty. I think. No, he, I
1: think it's a part of him that he's I been think holding he was on maybe to. Maybe even testing it. No, 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 no. Damn, this is what no, I think. He just tried it. This is what I think. And we're going to pause it right here. We're going to pause it, okay? And then we're going to do the music world, but I just want to tell you my theory, not my theory, but my my understanding of this scene, because as it directly relates to the scene and not on any future content that may or may not come out. Um, what I think is that when you think about suicide, when you engage your mind in, in a suicidal practice, sometimes there's a closing of doors. You have to make sure all your ducks are in a row. It's it's the equivalent of of you know getting your bank account streamed, so It's Like leaving the stuff, note, leaving the note, right? I think what he's doing is killing first the last part of himself that had hope that he could that they, that he wasn't beyond redemption. Like it's not the fact that it's only his first Morty may or not be my my uh, theory.
0: What did he do to fuck him up so bad? That's the
1: point. Is that he had hoped he would be helping him move on. He would he, he would be healing that Morty. He would be hearing that Morty later on. He always kind of kept that in, in
0: in his like lower thing. Did so. he take it with him when he transported universes? No. So it's just been here. Just been here. But if that's the case, then Dead Rick would have had that.
1: Well, he could have had another one in, in the other universe. Oh
0: right. He did right, have right, a right. pack.
1: He did he and he also brought a pack with him, I think, too. Yeah. So he could have packed it. We don't know.
0: But anyway.
1: I think that that's I think that's representational of A, his inner self and B, an event that happened where he did that to that creature. And I think it was his first Morty and he was always hoping he'd be able to bring it back.
0: I can use Occam's razor here. Okay. I'd say the most obvious thing is the correct thing. I think it's a monster that he just had and he killed it. And he killed it. He wanted to feel death. He wanted to have some some sort of control over it. It's so he sort of wanted band. to feel like God. Uh, yep. And I
1: think it's a more personal thing. Yep. All right, cool. Music Corner.
0: All right. So this is, this episode's the reason why I wanted to do Music Corner because this is the best band that they have Let's do on it. here. Let's do Chaos, it. Chaos Chaos is awesome. Okay. You get a taste of, I think, one of their best songs in their new album. Uh, can You Feel It? Or Do You Feel It? Uh, I forgot the sexual song's title, which is embarrassing. But... Such a great soundtrack. On my wedding day, the song I chose to listen to before I said my vows, before anything, I listened to this song.
1: How was that your wedding? It wasn't there. that was like on your drive to, the, to your
0: wedding? It was before the, the first look. Oh. When, it, when we walked outside the hot-ass Florida sun... And yeah. kept us all held hostage
1: yeah. held hostage out there where you took uh, pictures? Yeah. You played that song? I
0: love my photographer, but
1: um, <laughs> he killed us that day. Those were way. some beautiful pictures. They were great. it was totally worth it, but it was hot.
0: Yeah. Um uh, this song, uh, the so so far, just really quick about them. They're awesome. Um they are from Seattle, Washington. Okay. Uh they're a sister band. So they started as preteens, uh Asia and Chloe. Um, and they've been doing this just for the love of music. How many albums do they have? Uh, they have three, I believe as smoosh. That was their original band name. And they just released, uh, can you feel it? The EP, uh, like two years ago. So this was like one of their newer songs when this, this episode came out. Okay. Um, and highly, highly recommend it. Uh, just look like YouTube chaos, chaos, and this will come up. Uh, listen to this song in full. I think can you feel it's one of their best titles, like songs on that album, but a couple other ones that are really good and I'm gonna pull it up because it's on my Spotify, cause it's that great. Um uh, my library Oops, no 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 no, that's 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 well, something different. Well that's and we have to pay them royalties now. No, no, we cannot. <laughs> that wasn't even them. I'm not even gonna say what band that was. Um West Side is really good. Monsters, really good. And Breaker, uh, all, all really good uh, bands. The album's called Committed to the Crime. All really good songs. Excuse me. I'm I'm actually gushing right now because I'm so excited. I, I hear that. And, I do have to ask you one question. Okay.
1: Why did you play this song moments before seeing your wife for the first time on your wedding day? The same song in which Rick attempts suicide.
0: Um, It's just really, really Really good, and the um no, chorus, we're not going to read into that at all. akram's, razor. <laughs> akram's <laughs> razor, Hold up, the chorus is simply "Can you feel it?" And I felt more than two emotions that day, which are very typical for me: <laughs> fear and hatred. No, fear and I, I felt like a multitude <laughs> of emotions on my wedding day. So yeah, it was. A, then, it was, a and then day. the little like after. I don't know music theory, but whatever comes past the chorus is run away with me now. Like, come on. Like, it's it's other than depressing, a good song. <laughs> All right, I'm going to unpause right now. All right, cool. <laughs> and it's just playing. And it's
1: going. And then, uh, yeah, we got uh, the stars going, and I want it real. Run away with me now. There
0: and know. he found his weed backer. And he's, and he's really screwing up that weed backer. What a fucking moron.
1: Uh, Christina Hendricks and Pat Oswald were both in this. I like them both. They're both really good actors. Yes, yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. Not as good as Maurice LaMarche, my favorite or character.
1: actor, North, <laughs> uh, who's the voices of everything,
0: uh, and Nathan Drake. I love that they also just keep the song playing. It's just such a great, like, thank you, Rick and Morty, for showing me Chaos Chaos. Yeah. What a great band. Like, I listen to them all the time.
1: Like, they, they showed, uh, it, it, was, was this the same band? Uh, this is the post-credits thing. That's the Borg Diamond. I don't know. And, uh, yeah. So he's, uh. So is this in a relationship or
0: is this the friend that you go to? This is the relationship. This is the relationship. He's the rebound. He's the rebound. Okay. He's boring, unattractive. Like, he's the rebound. Yeah. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) Oh, Phil.
1: I just want to give you a big hug right now. I really do.
0: I grew up as a person.
1: Uh, And, uh. You know, Morty's in there, and poor freaking bastard. <laughs> Morty drives your weapon systems. Oh, great. You say we're going to a movie. <laughs> we are, Morty. All right, beta shit, shit. seven.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's, That's sad great. too. That's great. Of course, Rick's the abusive ex-husband. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's the abusive oh, no, current
1: right grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right, what do you think? Uh, I like this one. I think I like this there's a lot time. of conversations here. Only stuff we were able to touch on just a little bit. Yeah. I like the idea of this. Well, whole, we would
0: have this. Would, and if this was season one, we would have spent three hours on this episode. Probably. Two so parts. I actually appreciate us like. Yeah, it probably would have been two being parts. slightly constrained.
1: But I, I like the idea that this is like socialism. Uh, well, that's uh, collectivism versus uh, individualism. Um, I like the a, fact that, you know, Western archetypes again get challenged because that's a common theme in the yeah. show. They're always challenging those wacko- um, w- uh,
0: Western archetypes. Those wacky Westerners. And I love just the alien with the... And it's a love story gone wrong. And it deals with something pretty heavy at the end. I don't, I don't, don't know. It's a good episode. I don't think... Not as good as so Rickle. I don't think any, any love was harmed in the making of this story oh,
1: at all. All right. Uh, so where can they reach us if they want to, Phil?
0: Uh, Wubba Lubba Dubcast at uh, Facebook. You can also hit us at gmail. What we love dubcast, at gmail.com at Twitter. What we love a dubcast. Um, and feel free to reach out. Uh, what do you like? Do you like this new format? Do you hate it? Yeah. Uh, do you not care? Which is also okay. That's fine. Um, and do you want me to vomit in your mouth and become part of me?
1: Wow, that was weird.
0: Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna leave. Sounded it better that. in my head. You're gonna make editing hard now again, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Phil. I'm Jesse. And this is What we Love a Dubcast. Have See a great night, time. everybody. Bye.